There we are. Welcome, welcome to season one, episode one, Cafe Americano, live from New York, Long Island. It is August 7, 2020. This is your host, Guy Spaghetti Redneck Gohari, and I'm sitting here with Random Agadi, the one and only, the uber-talented, the star of Great Neck New York. You are too kind, Mr. Gohari. You are too kind. Thank you so much. It has been a long time coming here. Yes, it has. We've been talking about this for a long time, and we're finally getting this uh, rolling. Um, all right. Today is August 7th, and on this day in history, uh, a Florida man who already survived a lightning strike, a rattlesnake bite, and two different monkey attacks in his lifetime is currently recovering from a gruesome shark bite in a Tampa hospital. That is this day in history, August 7th. Well, did you know that if you go on Google and you put your birthday, and after that you put Florida man, a crazy story will come up and I... Guaranteed. 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 In my specific day, a burglar attempted a robbery and lost his pants in a robbery. <laughs> so <laughs> this is only the tip of the iceberg here. So Can I he don't... sue for those lost pants, you think? <laughs> is, that, is that how it works in America? Can you, can you do that? If you're robbing a house and you lose your pants... Can you get those pants back I think, after you go to? I mean, after you go to jail. I think probably you can claim insurance from the homeowner. <laughs> That's how it works in America. We, I come from Italy, as I told you, I'm the spaghetti redneck. And in Italy, even the concept of returning an item to to the shop when you buy it is like unheard of. Like people will be so embarrassed to do that. It is so unheard. I so come there's from no such Costco. There's no Costco in uh, in Italy. I'm guessing. Absolutely. Yeah, there is, there may be a Costco-like shop, but there has not been a Costco-like mentality. And also, we just had power loss here a couple of days ago. Unbelievable that in August 2020, a great moment in history, we are losing still electricity due to some storm and our like, cables are hanging by a thread outside. So we lost power and we didn't have air conditioning or electricity, of course. So for me, it was just like going to being in my childhood in Milan, no electricity. Yeah, you had rolling blackouts in Milan? No, no, we didn't have the blackouts, but we did not have air conditioning. Oh, okay, still you didn't have air conditioning. There's no air conditioning. So condition. it's not like North Korea, you just didn't have air conditioning. Well, even today with the air conditioning, I feel like, uh, I mean, I wear a sweater when I go to the office. Like, Americans love to blast that shit. Yes. And I always talk about it because I am like the first one who like at the first breeze of the air condition, I like put the sweater yeah. on the shoulders. If you ever take a flight from JFK to Malpensa, Milan, you will notice all the Italian like their linen scarves <laughs> and their like colorful, flowerful uh, foulards and all the sweaters on the hanging on the shoulders. Italian like very delicate people can, can't feel the first breeze. But Randy, you you are more than than an American-born man. You have so many heritages. You are well, Persian can, Jew. I would consider myself a man of the world, but that is a little too parochial. I mean, uh, what about the rest of the solar system and galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. We will talk one day also about the other citizens of the galaxy. But 
Tell us about you, Randy. It has been a long time coming. I think you're a super talented man. And we will put your talents here to shine, hopefully, in this show. And tell us about you. Where were you born? What do you do? What are your passions? I was born, to, uh, I was born in America to Iranian parents. Um, my passion includes uh, singing in multiple languages and sharing useless information with uh, people who never asked for it. <laughs> I, I am so mesmerized by your singing, Randy, in this time in history that people are coming to know their true talents. And as you said, as you said, my passions are, I got passionate myself just to hear you. you I, I hear you sing and in all the languages and it's crazy you can sing any anthem at will and so many songs in so many languages and I've been so lucky to hear you but one song that I always hear and when I ever hear it I think about you is my favorite thing ah, from, uh, from the sound of music from the sound of music but I've been hearing it lately in the John Coltrane <laughs> version in jazz and it makes me so happy to hear it and every time I also share a thought about you so would you mind singing it for me, just sure. for, for one time? Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings these are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad. Wow, Randy, you shook some hairs on, <laughs> on the back of my neck. I've been thinking so much. I want to share with whoever is listening. I've been thinking so much and I've came to so much awareness lately and thinking about your favorite things is perhaps one of the most therapeutical things you can do to, for yourself and to come to your greatest excitement and your greatest joy in life because we always have to think about things that anchor us to happiness and my favorite things for example are, it sounds cliche but we are sitting here in the park in Kings Point Park, New York and my, one of my favorite things is to sit right here and, and spend time in nature. And, and so now I'm doing my favorite thing with a person that brings me so much joy. It is so great. Bemet, I'm so excited. I am as so, am I, as I'm am so I. excited. I want to play, if you don't mind, uh, quickly, we can play John Coltrane's uh, version of my favorite things for a couple sure. of minutes. <laughs> Maybe nobody ever listened to this, but this is good music.
amazing, huh? I'm not sure if I've ever heard that version before. It brings me so much joy. It's important to live to your highest joy and your highest excitement. And that way you will be able to achieve all your dreams and your visualizations will come a reality. And this is Amen. a reality I wanted Inshallah. to make. I really wanted to sit down here with you and do this radio show. I've been seeing you. I've been, you've been a, a, a character in my book and I've been a character in your book since I moved to America. And I remember. That was the one like two decades ago, huh? That was 2002. Almost two decades. And I used to see you at the train station in the synagogue and you like, you had this, the first gimmick that you had was this space bar. Ah, yes. S Tell us about space bar. Spencer Pace Bar the third or S Pace Bar. <laughs> um, he was a, uh, he was a space bar, like a literal space bar. That From I, the keyboard. I pried off a keyboard, uh, an old keyboard in, in our college Hillel. <laughs> that, was, that was a computer that they were throwing out. And, and uh, yeah, I used to carry him around. He was, uh, he was my friend, my companion. We went to many different places together. I asked people to press my space bar and, <laughs> and they did not really. Like you would literally pull out the space bar yes. from the keyboard, the space bar, or like press my space, or this is a space bar. I would just, I would ask them to press my space bar and, and some people would and without questioning. And you know, like when, the, <laughs> when a person pressed your space bar without asking questions, you knew that person was a unique person. That's the person you wanted to have in your life. Exactly. <laughs> and you had also the escape <laughs> button. Yeah. That was your other thing. Like, yeah, I, I pressed the escape button and you like on the train platform and you like took off. <laughs> and then you had the return button at some point. I, I think so. I had a whole collection of keys. That is amazing. <laughs> so I want people like, I know the story knows about, I want people to visualize. So, figure you're standing and comes random Agadi to you with his unusual <laughs> talented <laughs> self and says hello and then pulls out a literal like a space bar from the <laughs> keyboard and asks you to press it like it's kind of blue. absurd when you when I think about it now the <laughs> and then when Facebook came around you created a profile for this entity that that was yes. living with you and well, it's still around. It's still around. I still use that, uh, you know, to stalk people sometimes, not knowing that it's me. And but I think a lot of people do know that it's me. Does, but uh, yeah. Does a space bar have a Tinder account? Uh, well, he's actually in a relationship right now. <laughs> does does a space bar define himself as any kind of uh, gender, or is? <laughs> Or is he, what does he define him? He's non-binary. He's non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> right, I should say he, she is not non-binary. Okay. Oh, but I did want to share an interesting fact I learned recently. And this is the, this will be the fact of the day. Is that sharks have been around on this planet longer than trees. Is that right? That is right. Where did you... Where did you see this fact? Because today everything has to be, fa you know, fact-based. I mean, it's based on, uh, you know, carbon dating or whatever. But, or, I guess they, they found the shark fossils that are, that are, were around way before. Um, well, there was plant life on this planet, but there were trees 
our, our I guess, relatively new thing? My, my son is terrified of sharks, so he... I mean, everyone should be terrified of sharks, yes. shouldn't they be? Yes, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous that I say my son is terrified of sharks. Like I am also, everybody's like, terrified like, of sharks. Like, I was still, you know, people talk about how they want to get, get over their fear of snakes. Like, why would you want to get over that? You're supposed to be afraid of snakes, aren't you? You're supposed, you're supposed to be. You're no, supposed to be afraid you of dangerous to be things. Afraid? Why I mean, that's your you're hardwired to be afraid of those things because they can be dangerous. Says who? If you had no fear of sharks or snakes, you would just jump into the ocean and just um, with a with a bloody wound and I don't know, like you would. So what? you would jump into a snake pit. Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> Okay, back to my son. <laughs> back, back to my son. My son, he's terrified of shark as we all are, and he doesn't even want like uh, venture too much, even in the pools or whatever. Mm. So there has been this news last week that there has been some shark sighting. Yes. yes. But in my own discernment, discernment. I feel that it's such fake news. Well, yes, shark shark attacks are extremely rare. It's extremely rare to keep people home from going to the beach. Yes, and most shark attacks are not even fatal. From what I understand, sharks don't even like the taste of human flesh. They sometimes will take like a test bite, and then they'll uh, uh, just to just to you know just to see what kind of meat they're and they'll and that and that'll be it. But sometimes the test bite is enough to kill a person. Okay, so. But that even that is extremely rare. So extremely they blast rare. it on the everywhere, and yeah. then so you don't go to the beach. Yeah. So also, I, I'm pretty sure more people die from vending machines than they do from sharks. You from vending machine, what attacking tip, tipped them? Tipped over. People uh, try to get their snacks from this vending machine and pull them back and forth. They tip over and they kill people. Dozens of people die a year from this. In 2020, it appears <laughs> that you can only God forbid die of one thing, and it's called C19. But Wuhan virus. Nothing. Wuhan virus. The Wuhan virus. Nothing else seemed to be important. None of this COVID nineteen bullshit. Please, nothing everyone, stop else calling it. To have everything else lost important. God, I heard uh, on an interview someone said, "God forbid, like what happened to to giving respect to cancer or giving respect to tuberculosis? <laughs> like all the all the diseases like disappeared all of a sudden yeah. in 2020." So even like we had the storms and the next day was a beautiful day here in New York and I wanted to follow my passion and do one of my favorite things which is to splash myself in the ocean. So I took off by myself and I said I'm going to Jones Beach. And it's a beautiful phenomenal Jones day. Beach. Yes, beautiful phenomenal day. There is absolutely no rain. There is the storm is past. It's beautiful. What do I see? Jones Beach closed. Jones Beach closed. And I say, I don't believe this fake news that they tell you. I drive all the way nonetheless. And really, the Jones Beach was closed. <laughs> so I was like, dude, first the sharks, then the day. Why is it that they want to keep us so... I don't know. But you know, I generally don't like the beach. I don't know. I think the beach is kind of overrated in my opinion. Um, you know, you go to the beach, it's salt water, there's waves. Wait, there's you have a mosquito. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> you just slapped me. Uh, um, so you go, you go, there's, there's, uh, there's sharks, there's currents that can pull you in, there's, you go home, there's sand everywhere for days. Um, I generally, I myself, you get, I myself don't enjoy the beach. 
I do like lakes. I don't know why lakes are so underrated. Oh yeah, you told me yeah. last week you L like lakes. Lakes are very underrated. And I found the lake in upstate New York. I don't want to give the name because I don't want everyone going there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the lake is so pleasant. It's fresh water. You come out, you feel clean. You feel like you don't even need a shower. Um, there's no sharks. There's no sands. It's perfect. I told you, I've never been to, I mean, as a kid I went. Lake Como, where'd you Lake go? Lake Como, yes, Villa de Oldis. Oh, fancy, that must have been beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. But I don't remember myself ever bathing in the lake. Was it not clean over there? I don't know. For whatever, like the water is like this green. But I told oh, you my reservation, genius. I don't even know. I have never been, but I know for a fact, but I know for a fact, Someone just called me. I know for a fact that the, when you go in, the, the floor is all that mushy green. Ah, yes. And I can't deal with that. Even in like thing in the sand and stuff, it's like that mushy green. Well, and, you just yeah. try to get to the deep part so you don't have to touch the floor. No, you just have to like <laughs> throw yourself and start yeah. swimming in shallow waters to it so you don't touch yeah. anything. But then one that to me it's more freaky to to swim in the lake than in the than in the ocean because every time in the lake I think about like you know those like Loch Ness kind oh, of oh come on creatures. there's much more monsters in the ocean than you'll ever find in the lake yeah but in the ocean if for example here in, in New York you can't go that far because the waves are too much so it's, it's like kind of manageable oh. so I don't know the lake freaks me out <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not with you I'm gonna make you a lake convert uh, eventually no don't. I'm not with you. you so you were telling me that you wanted to book the vacation and yeah to so the I lake. wanted to go to Lake George for the weekend for next weekend and the prices are astronomical yes because everybody everyone's uh, stuck in New York everyone who is who is going to Europe or or, or Florida or wherever they're going they can't go they can only go in New York so everything's booked everything's astronomical prices it's unheard in history yeah. that people can't go on vacation and places. But I think maybe it's a great message from above that you can also find happiness where you are. Yeah, I mean, New York is a beautiful state. We're lucky to live in such a beautiful state. There's so many places, uh, you know, I've been exploring a lot on Sundays. I've been going up to the Hudson Valley, tons of places, beautiful little towns and uh, there's hikes and, and lakes. And there's so much, so much to see in New York. Have you been to that uh, museum, open museum, Storm King? Or? No, it's closed. I wanted to go. Last time I checked, it was closed because of COVID. Why would an open outdoor museum be I don't know. Why they close the hiking trails? They should be encouraging people to go outside, not be inside. It's, it's, I told you, it's, we are in the darkest, not that the dark, there's been much more terrifying times with much more violence, God forbid, but... We're maybe in the most exciting time in history because people are starting to wake up. Yeah. And I am starting We've to... We've had a lot of ex most exciting times in history. I mean, after September 11th, it was also a very exciting time in history. It just keeps getting more exciting. <laughs> September 11th, I thought about it the other week because I told my wife, if something of a world like magnitude happens, it's not unheard of because, you know, it already happened. People saw it on TV, so... And I was expecting a, a something crazy event to unfold last week. It didn't. In, but, in Beirut? No, no, no. I was oh. I was hoping for literally the event in like capital letters. Why last week, Davka? Because it was the ninth of Av, and on the ninth oh, of yes, Av, okay, in yes, our yes, tradition yes, yes. is yes, the day that, the, 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 the our savior would be. 
you know, disclose and reveal and start the process. And for the uninitiated, he's referring to Tisha B'Av, which is the, the, sad, it's the saddest day on the Jewish calendar. So I was, I was all in and I was all focused that the event was happening. Not necessarily that the, the, the Messiah was coming, but that, for example, in this country, things were going to happen. I see you're wearing the Iranian... Yes, I'm wearing the, uh, the Iranian, uh, uh, the flag of Iran, the old flag, the real flag of Iran, Imperial Iran. Can you sing the Iranian anthem for us and display one of your talents today? <laughs> and uh, then perhaps we can call our Iranian Prince of Persia, oh, sure. Farshid Live. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Sure. Hey. Iran, ey marze porgohar, ey khakat sar cheshmeye honar, dur az to andisheye badan, payande hemani to javedan, ey doshmanar to sange khare imanahanam, jan man fadai khak pak mihanam, mehre to chon shod pish Sham, dur az tonis andisham, darahto ke arzeshi daradin janema, payande bad khake iranema. Have you seen the video of the Asian Asian guy singing this? Ah yeah, my kids were telling me that the my mother-in-law was showing them. Fashid. We have a special guest on the line. Fashid, you're live on radio. Oh, how are you guys? What do you mean? What, what's going on? Who is, who is on the line? Fashid, you're live on the radio and we want to hear the Persian word of the day. Jigartala. Jigartala? It means uh, your liver is gold, but it means you are very sweet, dear and sweet. Fashid, you're very dear and sweet. Jigartala, man. Yes. And another Persian word of the day is Dudultala. Dudultala. I think that one uh, we all know. <laughs> Thank you, Fashid. Have a great weekend. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. That, that was our Persian word of the day. Jigartala and Dudultala. Bonus. Dudultala. Are you? <laughs> that, did you? <laughs> I'm not gonna get creeped, but do moms call their kids Dudultala in Persian? I think uh, they do. I don't know if it might be like a Tehrani thing. Or how something. Did it ever happen to you? I don't recall. <laughs> well, I can guarantee my mom never called me that. <laughs> anyway, it's been a great show. This is uh, season one, episode one of Cafe Americano. Thank you so much, Randy. I am your host, Randa Magadi, here with my co-host, Mr. Guy Spaghetti Rednick Gohari, and these are my favorite things. Randy, you are. <laughs>